Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes podcast, where we dive into the updates, interviews, and yes, processes that will help your organization thrive. My name is Rami Alijil, and my goal is to help HR managers and business owners create an environment where their people are their organization's competitive advantage. If you want to grab a copy of the People Processes book, it's on Amazon and the bookseller near you, like Barnes & Noble and Books A Million. It has a 100-day roadmap on how to turn your people into your competitive advantage. Oh, and don't forget, we post to LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and I would love to hear from you on there with any questions. You can also subscribe to us by going to peopleprocesses.com, where you'll receive a special subscriber-only content for free. People Processes is also available wherever you get your podcast. It syndicates on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. Today, we're going to be diving into how to have a productive exit interview. It's, it's never an ideal situation when an employee leaves your organization. Whether it's a voluntary or involuntary move, there's paperwork to be completed, a new hire to be made, and an exit interview to conduct. If you skip the exit interview, you're missing a golden opportunity to improve your organization. Even if the employee was fired, there's insight to be gained. I cannot stress how important this part is. An exit interview is unique and a powerful time to gather perspective. When else will you get the unvarnished truth from your employees about what your organization is doing wrong without any fear of retaliation or making someone unhappy? If an employee is leaving voluntarily, your HR team should take that opportunity to look closely enough at what the departure means for your organization. Employees leave voluntarily for many reasons. They are pursuing their dreams, they get better pay somewhere else, they have other career interests, or because of problems within your organization itself. Whatever the case, take the time to do an in-depth exit interview. Perhaps you'll gain information that can help the organization to succeed in the future. Once you've gathered the feedback, make it actionable by asking the following questions. How did the employee get all the way to quitting? This is an important one. Why did the employee not feel they could come to HR with their concerns, if that's why they're leaving? If so, where did the relationship break down and affect communication? What is missing, and this is the key question, what is missing from our processes related to people, to employees, that contributed to this departure and prevented the employee from communicating their concerns earlier on? When employees choose to leave, reflect on what processes you can change or add so that the next employee doesn't face the same difficulties or roadblocks. Treat offboarding as you would if you were losing a client after six months. With the client, you'd look back over the six-month period and investigate the source of the problem. Was it in implementation or, in employees' case, onboarding? Was there a problem with service or, in their case, how they interacted with the company? The same type of questions apply to departing employees as apply to departing clients. If you hired an employee who stayed on for a year before going to work for your competitor, what did you do wrong? Was it in the screening process? Did you hire someone who doesn't fit right? Or was it something that happened after you hired them? What did you promise on that you couldn't deliver? When you brought them on, did you fail to instill enough trust in your organization? Did the employee believe that this, this was a place that he or she could grow and achieve career goals and then find out they couldn't? These are the kind of questions you want to find out during an exit interview. It's not as important as, as, you know, the exit interview default questions are pretty basic. What you're trying to figure out is where did you overpromise or underdeliver, just like you would for a regular client. 
That's in a case of a voluntary termination, of course. What about if the employee was fired? How does the exit interview work then? Well, involuntary exits uh, still need an exit interview. In those situations, it's less about learning and more about minimizing damage. I mean, you may still uh, learn something, but you want to complete paperwork and get back in company equipment. You want to make the exchange as pleasant as possible, and you want to minimize the chance of a lawsuit. Those are really your focuses. Involuntary terminations need to be gone into with the mindset of a negotiation. You want to soften the blow by making sure the employee is taken care of and that your employee is protected. While you may think your organization doesn't really deal in severance agreements, the most common severance agreement involves PTO or vacation pay. So many organizations, even small ones, will offer to pay any remaining PTO the employee has accrued if they agree to give two weeks' notice. That's a basic severance agreement. With an involuntary termination, however, you get more legal res- you get more legal risk than, of course, a voluntary one. Um, lay out exactly what your organization needs to protect itself and negotiate with the departing employee to get the proper document signed. Remember, contracts must have consideration for all sides, so the employee has to get something for signing any severance paper papers beyond a grim farewell. You have to put something in there for them. So let's talk for a minute. We're going to come back to that in a little bit more depth, but in, in a future episode about severance agreements and, and, uh, and kind of where they can go. Keep in mind that state rules apply here, very different in every state. Um, but in general, keep in mind that when you're terminating an employee and you're providing a severance agreement, part of it is to cover your legal butt. But another part is an investment in your remaining employees. You're giving money or time or a ramp off for this employee you're terminated, and other employees will learn and know about it. And it's really important to understand that. If you're one of the organizations that treats their employees like family and you talk very much about culture and communication, teamwork, and those kind of things, and then in the case of firing somebody, it's a quiet, quick, sharp thing and and nobody hears from that person again, Um, it doesn't fit your culture. Investing in a departing employee, even if they've screwed up and you got to fire them, giving them two weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, 13 weeks of separation at a, is, is an investment in your remaining employees. They're going to hear about it, and they're going to know that you really mean it when you say you're going to help take care of them. Um, and that, I mean, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to be fired from your job, and it's something that all of your own uh, remaining employees are going to be worried about as well. So it's important to try and give them as, as good of a send-off as you can. So we'll come, we'll, we'll, I'll do an episode on that later. But for now, let's go back to the actual exit interview itself. So who should conduct the exit interview? Whether an employee's parting is voluntary or involuntary, choose someone separate from the employee's direct supervisor to conduct the exit interview. Generally, your HR team will be called in to conduct exit interviews, but even if it's a smaller company, you don't have dedicated HR, find someone who's not their boss. In especially sticky situations, get assistance from someone outside the organization, such as your attorney or a third-party HR company. In all cases, be sure to clearly communicate the employee's departure to your clients as well. If the ex-employee had a client-facing role with established relationships, reach out to those clients, notify them of the change, and introduce them to their new contact. Also let key players know what's going on inside your company and then shape the message accordingly. 
It's very important to communicate that departure to your remaining employees. How you do that depends on the dynamic within your organization. In smaller companies, the entire organization should be informed. In larger companies, you want to at least communicate with direct reports and coworkers. Coworkers are especially critical to communicate with if you wish to control the nar nar narrative. They're the ones who are going to have to pick up that person's slack for a little while. So you need to be able to work with them to make a plan and communicate how you're going to get someone else in to fill those shoes or what the changes are going to be. They also need to have good lines, good kind of standard responses for when a client asks um, to speak to that person or if they get what happened to that person. Be passionate in your delivery. Don't speak negatively of the ex-employee and tell the remaining team members how and when you plan to fill the vacancy. Make a plan, present it with confidence and empathy, and commit to it, okay? If you are honestly treating the department employee, departing employee with respect, your remaining employees will feel it. Remember, investing in your terminated employees, voluntary termination or not, is truly an investment in the morale of your remaining team. So think about how you're going to do this from the perspective of what financial incentives you can give the, the, you know, financial, I don't want to say incentives, but send off or severance that you can give to the departing employee as an investment in your remaining team. And then structure your communications to your remaining team uh, in, in such a way that really helps them understand what your plan is to fix it, commit to it, and get it done. And I think you're going to go a long way. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today. Just a quick overview of uh, productive exit interview strategic ideas. Um, again, kind of as a recap, uh, you want to really investigate why they left in terms of your processes so that you can improve and hopefully not have that problem in the future. Same if you're terminating someone as well. Really, it's like, I mean, you know why you're terminating them, but you need to think about how it came about that they were able to get to that point, right? Um, separately, you need to make a uh, plan for your involuntary terminations, particularly around the legal side and severance side. And then your exit interview itself needs to be someone not in their direct chain of command. And then finally, focus on the communication with your remaining team members so that they understand that you still love them and you're still taking care of them and they're still family and that you took care of even this person you had to let go or who left. Thank you so much for tuning in today, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Rami Alijil. It's time to go out there and get your work done.